Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. It's the week of the coordinators. How great has this been? It's our great privilege to add on to the list as we bring in offensive coordinator, offensive line coach Alex Atkins to the fold. Hello, coach. Good to have you on board. Good to talk to you again. Man, I'm glad to be back. Glad to be back. I like the name of Real Talk Radio. That's my yeah. kind of deal, isn't it? We'll get straight to it then, right? Let's go. Mm -hmm. Let's get real. I mean, hey, so let's start with big picture here. First year, last year as the OC and coordinating mm -hmm. that. What's your week like now, game week like now, when putting together, I guess, a game plan coach and and, and working with the other position coaches? Um, do they report to you and, and tell you what they're seeing, and then you collaborate and talk to Coach Norvell? How does that workflow work? Yeah, we got um, we have a good system of, you know, everybody's involved in the game plan week. So basically, you know, we all have our, our specialties, whether it be red zone, third down, short yardage, and things like that. Every coach has a specific area that that's their expertise. And um, so everybody has a time set up. What I do is I organize a schedule where throughout the week, whether it be on that Monday at, at 11 o'clock, let's say Coach Thompson, he has a third medium pass game. Uh, me and Coach Novell will be in the in the room in the um, staff room, and they'll come in and present, and then we'll kind of finalize it. So it's cool now because you know the years prior, I had my expertise roles. Now I'm involved in all of the um, the game planning, which is which is which is fun to do. Yeah, it's got to be fun, and that offense began to really click last year, Coach. Um, I think now when you look at it, you get, you get two new tight ends, right, and Kyle Morlock and Jaheim Bell, and. That adds on to Marquiston Douglas and what he was doing in the second half of the season, especially um, with that. What does that kind of versatility do now for the room, for the offense? Yeah, whenever you can get in those, you know, 12 personnel sets and getting more tight ends on the field and also tight ends that can not only block, but also stretch the field vertically. It gives you some fun, you know, ideas and toys and concepts to play with. And also we got some young guys coming along with Jarrell Powers and Jackson West. So that room is developing nicely coming up this offseason. That's um, it's gonna be a fight to get on the field because you're just talking about that depth of talent. Or we just put them all out there. I'm sorry. Or we just put them all out there. That's true. You put them all out there. Hey, you want competition. I, I, eventually, I'm gonna get to the offensive linemen. But one of the things that stands out to me as we get set to head into spring and why I'm so enthusiastic to be able to provide context for my listeners is that, and I was saying this yesterday with Adam Fuller and I said it with Mike Norvell last week. Yeah, competition. And a depth of competition, quality competition at almost every position this year. Obviously, we know who the returning quarterback is, but really there's depth of quality competition throughout the roster. Yeah, and it should be like that. I mean, we're going into year four. Um, we're pretty much the same offensive staff, same philosophy, same standards, a lot of the same guys on defense. So we're getting to the point where all that work and 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 investment and all that kind of stuff is starting to get to that point. So, you know, it's good to have, but, you know, as we're moving forward and taking that next step, I mean, that's what we need to have and that's what we should have. What do you want to see when you go into a spring uh, camp, Coach? Uh, do you have a checklist of things that you would like to have resolved by the end of the spring to know before you head into fall camp? I've got this, this, and this, and I feel good about this, or – you're not looking at it that way. Do you look at it as it's it's wide open? Obviously, coaches are always going to talk about breeding competition. I'm just kind of curious about a checklist in the spring. When you have this much talent and you're seeking that balance and you're looking for that competition, what is it you're looking to accomplish throughout the spring? Spring is about development and understanding. Um, you know, we want to you know, – we're like we're in mad drills right now. We're in our tour duty process of, 
you know, understanding toughness and fighting through and seeing guys kind of reach just incremental growth every day of what they could become, whether that been from a starter that's been starting for three years or a guy that's fighting just to get off scout team. You know, it's just basically development and, and then our knowledge of the offense and the schemes and the, and the concepts and then just basically uh, memorizing the flashes so their reaction time is faster. So it's just a complete, you know, evaluation, development, um, understanding of, of, of the knowledge of everything. And and basically, like, it's not like – I like what you said, like, the depth charts and things like that. Like, we do um, walkthroughs that we're allowed to do. I tell the guys, I don't care who's out there as long as it's five. You know, I don't particularly care who's out there. There's no depth chart. There's no one, two, three. I don't care. As long as five people show up, I'm good. So now that kind of challenges them also to jump in there. Like, I tell them, I don't care who – I don't care what receivers jump in. As long as it's, when the personnel grouping is in, we got the right amount of people out there. So you go out there and go get those reps. You know, because that's not the focus at the moment. The focus right now is making sure we're developing, we're, we're, we're reaching heights and, and different benchmarks that we need to get to in their personal lives also, but just getting better overall. Coach, I've had offensive coordinators and, and, and head coaches who are offensive-minded tell me that one of the ways that they knew their quarterback was progressing and had figured out maybe the offense or the playbook was when they start to ask the right kind of questions. Mm -hmm. And that in the meeting room, they're asking the kinds of questions that suggest they have a greater grasp of what they're doing. When you're judging an offensive lineman in that regard, what is it that you know, uh, let's say we're going into spring here like we are, is there something that indicates to you, oh, this guy's about to take a step? Beyond just the physical, they're bigger and stronger, let's say, from year to year. Do you, do you hear something like that, like the right question, or the, is he doing the right things that tells you this is a player that, that, that has an opportunity? Absolutely. You know, I look at it as a toolbox, you know. It's, it's my job is to give them the basic tools. You know, if you need, you know, your screwdriver, your flathead, your, your ratchet set, the basic things when you first walk into a tool store and you're your first time going to, to Home Depot or Lowe's or your first house you just bought, you're excited. So you go get those foundational sets. But then as you get deeper in it, you might say, hmm, that take that requires a different wrench. So when I say when I see players start looking for those specialty tools mm. to be able to up their game, they're not just at the base man, I'm just trying to, you know, fix a light switch. Now they're talking about, okay, now I need this transponder to hit the electrical wire. Like when it gets deeper into it, that's how you know the progression is being made where they're going from being a football player to basically a, like not, they're just not just, I'm sorry, they're not just a ball, uh, a football player. They're going into more that, that, that this is the way of life. Like I want to be an expertise at my craft. I want to master my craft. So it's not I, I, I like the questions concept of it. It's just more of like, all right, coach, I know how to take a 45 degree set. But now when I get to the bottom of the set, can I kind of go with my inside hand to the armpit or the, or the bicep to lock the arm and I can grab? Like when you start getting into those conversations of personal growth where Rob Scott is different from Bless Harris. So those two boats, they get the base coaching package, but now how do they up their games individually? How do they become masters of their craft? So we want to give them that, that first starter ratchet set. We want to give them that first starter screwdriver set. And then they want to, now they want to go get electrical tools and they want to tear down walls. And so when you see that progression of those light bulbs going off, like, man, I can do more with this is when you know you, 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 you're cooking with some good food now. Are you handy with a recip saw? Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling yay sausage shirts and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash Warchant. No, not me. Not your boy. All I know about is these third ones. I'm trying to get better than that. Yeah, given the uh, analogy and the metaphor, I thought, man, my man's handy around the house. I got to see what he does. Uh, no, only, the only thing I'm handy with is making sure that, you know, I ain't, I ain't in the way. <laughs> Coach, you bring in... Uh, Jeremiah Byers from UTEP and, and Casey Roddick from Colorado and, and Keandre Jones from Auburn. Um, and this is on the heels of successfully providing quality depth and even starters via the portal a year ago. Um, I guess I would ask you, what is it you're looking for when you're looking at potential transfer portal kids for the offensive line? What, 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 what do they have to have? What, what, are, you, what, what are you checking off the, the boxes there that uh, before you even begin to think about bringing them in? The one they have to have the heart of giving and to pour into the guys already got on the roster. You know, when I first make contact with a guy that's an older guy or a poor guy, the first thing is I'm asking to say, look, man, I'm bringing you in here to provide a different, basically a different perception to the guys that are already here. We signed some guys here that this is all they know is this way. And with you being in the portal, you understand that there's different ways to do it. So number one, I want you to come help them and teach them, hey, you know, this I've been through this or be that experience for them. But also, you know, there's a point of gratitude of understanding the good things that they're getting that they might have didn't get or just the change and how it helped them. So it's just different perceptions. And I also want them to challenge me like, hey, coach, I seen it done like this. Why did we do it like this? Because now my players in that room see those conversations and, and it's about finding the best way. So number one, they got to come in with a heart of giving and understanding that their job is to come in here and pour into the guys that are already on this roster. Now, they're also going to elevate themselves and make sure they're on point and getting better to try to get on the field. But it's all about giving back to those guys. So I tell them, if you come in this room and it's a and it's a selfish or I'm coming here to play type of mentality, you're not going to make it here very long. And that's how you can keep locker rooms intact and pulling in the same direction, right? I mean, that yeah. has been well documented that the portal has been successfully utilized by you and the entire staff to this point. And there doesn't seem to be any cultural you know, degradation. Everybody seems to be on the same page and not really taking offense to that. I think it's a hot topic, but I mean, the year before we signed five high school offensive linemen, you know, and then this year we brought Lucas Simmons in and Andre Otto. So we're, 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 the portal is supplemental. We just hit on this. We've hit on some good players in it. So now that becomes the, the, the topic of discussion because those other young guys we got are still developing in their development process, but they're also still in the picture. They're still also competing. Those guys are just a little bit older and probably a little bit more experienced. But, like, we got some guys right now on the heels of putting some of them dudes on the bench, so they better be, be on point. 
It's a good problem to have, Coach. So much experience, talented players battling for, for five spots, if you will. Is it an exaggeration to say you have, I don't know, a dozen or more guys that you could conceivably see win starters, starters jobs? High possibility. You know, I, I think that's probably a good number at it. But what I've also learned is, man, you can get to the summer, and one of these guys can come out of nowhere on you and really do it. Like, you know, I mean, it can really jump up and, and make a lot of strides and, and, and kind of be more like that's what happened with Rob Scott when he first got here. You know, it was a guy that under the radar couldn't even go through individual drills with me. You know, he, I had to put him on the side, and he worked with 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 um with Man Ray at the time, who was here was his graduate assistant. Now with Coach Cooper, and he had to do his own thing because he wasn't even physically able to go. But when you saw about game two or three, he started figuring it out, and you know, he came in, he sat some people down. So it's interesting to see the dynamic of guys that just kind of once that light bulb goes off, and they're like, all right, I'm all in. It's just that change can happen rather quickly. I hate to single out any one guy. You mentioned him, and the fan base is going to want to hear your thoughts on what's possible for a freshman like Lucas Simmons. Obviously a very high-profile recruit, and, and a lot of people have described him uh, as, as a future NFL tackle. That's many years from now, perhaps. But your thoughts on the fact that you know, you've had to utilize, at times, what people would consider to be guards playing tackle and, and the like. You now have guys that are more, quote-unquote, suited to play tackle. He's six foot eight, 300-plus pounds coming in as a freshman. Your thoughts on him and maybe some others that you may want to mention. So you got Lucas Simmons coming in with a work mentality. You know, I'll give him a, a good shout out because, you know, I hadn't had to deal with him. He's been on point academically. He's been on point with attendance. He's working hard. You know, he, he's learning it. He's doing a good job of kind of taking his own time to demand it. But, I mean, you got guys like Lucas Simmons. You got guys like Julian Armella. You got Dalton Richardson. You got Jalen Early. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's four young guys right there that are really competing to make contributions that are going to surprise some people. You know, those guys are, are really dedicated to it right now. They're working hard, and they and the competition that we brought in has kind of upped their elevation of focus. So, you know, be, it's going to be fun to watch. I always tell them it's like Drake. We're going to see. <laughs> it's good to talk to you, Coach. I appreciate you making time for us today. I'll see you out there on the football field. It's going to be a fun spring. Be well, good, sir. Talk to you soon. Appreciate it. All right, take care. It's Alex Atkins, the offensive coordinator for Florida State, also offensive line coach. Got a bevy of players to work with as we head into spring and a lot of talent. Should be a lot of fun to document that as we move forward. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV.